Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We had the Golden Boot winners announced this morning. They went to Joey Manu from the New Zealand Kiwis and Racine McGregor from the Ferns there. So sensational effort by both of them. Uh, obviously this award, it's an interesting one and I sort of spoke about this with Jackson Hastings on the episode that's dropping on YouTube tonight, so worth having a listen to. What does the Golden Boot mean uh, as far as compared to Man of Steel's Dally Air medals? It's an interesting conversation to have because I remember when I was growing up, the Golden Boot was always put up there as the world's best player, and I think that a lot of people still carry that thought. By the look of my DMs this morning, a lot of people still carry that thought. Uh, obviously, with Racine McGregor, she won the um, she won the Dally Air medal in the NRL this year was sensational uh, through the season and it doesn't shock me that she came home with the golden boot and as far as being the best player in the world I think there's potentially an argument that she could be the best player in the world uh there are you know a, a lot of other fantastic women playing in that competition and in the um in, in rugby league in general that we can have that conversation about but I don't think that's out of the realms of possibility that she is the best player in the world so but when it comes to Joey Manu I've had a lot of people message me and say geez do people really think he's the best player in the world he's not even um the first choice fullback at his club and and you're right I don't think Joey Manu is the best player in the world but I I think with this golden boot, we need to start to understand that it isn't what it used to be. Uh, it used to be a an award that would recognise the best player in the world, whereas now uh, it simply recognises the best player internationally uh, throughout the calendar year. And I've had a lot of people that have also blown up about um, Jerome Luai not getting the award because of his three-man-of-the-match performances uh, that they thought he would get it. I understand where you're coming from, uh, but I think you also need to consider that the reality is that, you know, throughout this World Cup, they had to get beat by 60 in that first game, which makes life uh, pretty tough there. Uh, Manu has been consistent throughout the whole thing, and even against Kangaroos, the biggest test you could possibly face last weekend, he was sensational despite a loss. I think we also need to keep in mind that it does take into consideration 
the mid-year tests. And we did have a few of them uh, this season as well. Uh, and I thought Joey Manu, he was sensational in those two. So he played in that one. They played Tonga. Uh, they won that one 26-6. And Joey Manu put on another electrifying performance there. He was sensational. Ran for 400 metres. Uh, he, he was great. Had, had his paws on everything there. So I can understand why people you know, would have pushed for a Jerome Lawai to get that award. But I personally thought thought um, that he was sensational throughout the entire year, Joey Mano. I thought he was really, really impressive, and I can completely understand him getting that award. you got to remember that during Samoa's mid-year tournament, or their, their mid-year game, uh, of course, Jerome Luai didn't play in that game. I think it was during the origin period, uh, so he didn't feature in that one. Um, neither did Brian Toe, Stephen Crichton, these sort of guys. So a little bit unlucky on that front that the boys were off playing State of Origin when they could have been playing this extra game for Samoa. They had a big win over the Cook Islands, and I reckon potentially if Jerome Luai comes up with a man-of-the-match performance in that one, uh, then potentially we are having a different conversation. But uh, it sort of is what it is on that front. Uh, when you have a look, you know, he would have been playing Playing 5'8". Um, Chanel Harris-Tavita, he had a really good game that day for Samoa. A couple of line break assists, a try assist. He was really good. Um, that was the day that David Nofaluma scored four tries. And uh, Josh Schuster, he put on a real show in that game. I think he ended up being the man of the match in that game. And I probably think he would have got it anyway. Two line breaks, two line break assists, three try assists. He was everywhere, Josh Schuster. So, uh, yeah, look, I understand people getting a little bit upset about this golden boot and the Joey Manu won it. But at the end of the day, he has been rewarded for what the golden boot is rewarded for, the best international player this year, uh, which does make it tough because the Kangaroos, you know, when this when this is awarded realistically, they've played one test match this year against the Kiwis that was, you know, a top-shelf opposition. Their other games in this World Cup, respectfully to those nations, uh, weren't against top-tier countries. So it does make it tough. You're not going to put too much emphasis on big wins over Scotland and Italy. Uh, even before that, they played Fiji in the early rounds with Fiji missing a heap of players. They still won that one by 40-odd points. So uh, the Lebanon game as well, 48-4. to So this is their first game the Kangaroos have really played that's been a test for them throughout this year. Uh, so I can understand us going in a different direction. At the end of the day for the Kangaroos, their best spine player that day, I don't know. I don't know who I'd go for. Maybe Teddy. Uh, everyone else w- was solid, but they weren't great. Munster and Cleary weren't fantastic. Um, yeah, you know, Liam Martin ended up getting man of the match in that one. A guy that a lot of us probably didn't even think was going to be in the side. The next best after that, probably a Cam Murray, realistically. So I can understand the direction that they have gone in here. I don't disagree with Joe Manu getting it. I think McGregor is a really obvious choice. I was antis- I was expecting her to get it 100%. I think she deserves it 100%. Uh, but the Joe Manu one, we do need to consider that this award, it is not what it used to be. It is not awarded to the best player in the world. And I, and I know that whenever you know we have this immortals debate and then I get people that say to me, oh, yeah, but he, he won a golden boot. And it's like, yeah, but... I mean, how much what, what, how much emphasis do we genuinely put on a golden boot? And I don't want to discredit uh, what people have done in the past and whatnot, but I do quite often think that this award uh, is a little bit all over the place, to be honest with you. Quite often I look at the winners and think, okay, 
you know, based on what it used to be and based on what a lot of people think, are they the best player in the world? I, I just think that we need to really start to understand that this is not the best player in the world award anymore. We don't really have that realistically. Uh, we need to start looking at it uh, in a little bit of a different way. So, yeah, but when you have a look through, you know, previous winners and whatnot, there are a couple of interesting ones there. Uh, I mean, when you go and have a look at 2014, Sean Johnson won it, for example. Um, and I know a lot of people... Uh, they reflect on that and they point out quite often that Sean Johnson, he's a golden boot winner. I mean, at the end of the day, Sean Johnson's team didn't make the finals that year, the New Zealand Warriors. So uh, you've just got to take all these things into consideration when you are having a look through these lists and whatnot. Uh, when you have a look through the guys that have won it the last few years, uh, in 2020, which is last one was awarded when there was no internationals, it was actually a centre from the Netherlands. Um that won this award, uh, but that's not really talked about all that much. Uh, 2019, Roger Tuovasa Shek, he won it from fullback for New Zealand. Tommy Makinson from the wing for England. See, for me, when I think about the guys who are running around in 2018, how on earth a winger got it from England, I, I just makes me question that. Before that, Cameron Smith, Cooper Cronk, Jonathan Thurston, Sean Johnson, 2014, Jonathan Thurston, 2013, Kevin Sinfield, 2012, JT, 2011, Benji Marshall, 2010, English, 2009, Billy Slater, 08, Cameron Smith, 07, Darren Lockyer, 06, Minicello, 05. And I would say that back in the late 2000, or the 2000s, late 2000s, when, you know, your Fitlers, your Johns, your Stacey Jones, your Darren Lockyer, uh, even like an Andrew Farrell, who a lot of people won't remember, he was a champion English player. And I and I could I could understand the argument that at one point he might have been the best player in the world. I, I tend to disagree in 2004 when you've still got Lockie, Freddie, these sort of guys, Mini at his peak running around. Uh, but maybe that is the bias Australian in me, and I'm more than happy to accept that. But I just think over the last few years, I think it's pretty evident that this award is more strictly given to the best player in international competitions, which can be all over the place because, you know, the, the the Kangaroos and the Kiwis, they don't play Anzac tests anymore. Uh, if there's a Four Nations game or whatever, these, these competitions are always scheduled in a certain way so that the best teams end up playing each other at the end, like this, game, like this World Cup has been uh, between the Kiwis and the Kangaroos in the semi-final. And to give this award out before the calendar year of international games is even over and we've still got a World Cup final. I don't know. It just doesn't quite make sense to me, especially if we would have had England taking on uh, Australia or, or even more so, we would have had like England taking on New Zealand. Joey Martin loses that game and say, you know, someone that I think has been tremendous for England has been George Williams. And I don't know what else what he's done in other tests this year, but I think that if Georgie Williams was to have come out and got man of the match, for example, in a World Cup final, I know he's not there, but if they would have been, I think there would have been a conversation for him to be up there as well because I, th- I think he's been sensational throughout this World Cup. But Joey Manu has taken it home. I understand the selection. It makes sense when you look at the actual criteria. But I do think we need to really start to get an understanding of what the criteria is for this award. It is not the award that we were told it was when we were growing up, that it was the best player in the world. I remember thinking the Golden Boot was a huge thing, a massive deal. Who got it was the best player in the world. I still remember Anthony Minicello getting it in 2005 and just going, fuck, that is unbelievable. For him to move from wing only two or three years ago, two years ago in in 2003, moved to the wing, and then to be the best player in the world then, uh, just unbelievable. And I hear that claim quite often on Minicello, the best player in the world in 05, which he was. 
But I don't think you could say the same for Tommy Makinson. I don't think you could say the same about Joey Manu. Uh, I would even argue you can't say the same about Roger Tulevasashek in 2019, to be honest with you. And uh, you definitely can't say the the same about, in 2020, Jaran Schoenmaker from the Netherlands, who played centre for them. From his club was Rugby Club... Emland. I mean, it just is what it is. We need to accept that this award has changed. We need to stop talking about it in the same way that we used to 10 and 15 years ago, being the best player in the world, because it simply isn't the case anymore. Still, though, for what this award is, to be the best player on the international stage throughout that season, it obviously comes down to fixtures and how many team, how, how many good games your team plays and whatnot. Joey Manu getting a sensational effort, obviously played fullback in every game for New Zealand that he played. I think it is his best position. I think he's an incredible centre, but I think that quite often now when you see him doing his best work at centre is when he is floating like a fullback. It is disappointing that we don't get to see Joey Manu play fullback week in, week out, because he is such a talent there and he would be so good in the NRL. Obviously, he's at a club where he doesn't have that opportunity. And if I was Joey Manu, I'd be very hesitant to leave the Roosters to chase that opportunity somewhere else. They're always going to take care of him. They're always going to be relevant. They're allowing him to roam a little bit. They're not forcing him to stay in that corridor. Uh, So, yeah, I can understand Joey Manu not moving. Uh, Racing McGregor. Now, I I didn't know too much about her before this season, to be honest with you. And I believe when she won the Dalian medal, uh, which I think is great to go Dalian medal into golden boot, a sensational effort. I think there was was some story behind her not being uh, an automatic sort of in a full-time squad at the start of the season or something. A pretty crazy story. So to come as far as she has, uh, an incredible effort. And I remember listening to her Dally M speech, all class. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All class racing McGregor. So congratulations to her. A sensational year uh, to win the Dahlia medal into the golden boot. Unbelievable stuff. So congratulations to her. Congratulations to Joey Manu. But I do just think that based on the DMs that I received this week, uh, so this morning about how the hell is Joey Manu the best player in the world? He's not the best player at his club, etc., etc. You need to understand that this award is not what it used to be 10 or 15 years ago. I'm not even sure if that's exactly what it was 10 or 15 years ago, if, if it just got a miscommunicated for a long time but I was always I grew up being told that the golden boot winner goes to the best player in the world I just it's just not the reality anymore and we need to understand that and I think they've been pretty clear with that and I probably think that maybe they need to change it up a little bit because it's a bit unfair uh, to the guys that won the award 10 or 15 years ago when it was for the best player in the world when it took everything into consideration and now uh, it's just based on internationals but we call it the same thing I don't know just seems a little bit strange to me but just some food for thought guys something to keep in mind I know a lot of people have got emotional and upset and messaged me about this. Uh, Just a bit of context for you guys so that you've got it for the future. Mom 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.